Who, what, when, where, how? Warbacher says Johnny Sutton lied about the illegal alien drug smuggler that Ignacio Ramos and Jose Compion wounded. Why? A bunch of liars, a bunch of stinking, filthy, dirty liars. And the stink goes right to the top. You got the news. Now get the story. Southern California's KFI. Los Angeles. News on the hour, on the half, and when it breaks. Fox News Radio, I'm Ken Duffy. Something in the pet food made by a Canadian company was killing off animals, and now we know what it was. Rat poison. Which specific products made by our company contain this substance? Again, we don't know with certainty. Menu Foods President Paul K. Henderson responding to word from the New York State Agricultural Department, which found the substance. Tests reveal the chemical in the pet food suspected of causing kidney failure in dogs and cats across the country. It's called... Aminopterin, which is a toxic chemical that has been identified as a rodenticide in cat food samples from Menu Foods. New York State Agriculture Commissioner Patrick Hooker. Officials didn't say how they believe Aminopterin got into the now-recalled pet food. There are no criminal investigations have been launched. Lisa Carton, Fox News Radio. A close vote, but it passed. We're going to make a difference with this bill. We're going to bring those troops home. We're going to start changing the direction of this great country. Pennsylvania Democrat John Murtha visibly moved by the passage of a war spending bill in the House. It calls for a troop withdrawal by September of next year. More from Fox's Major Garrett in Washington. The House passed a $124 billion emergency war funding bill by the slimmest margin possible. It took Pelosi's leadership team more than a week to cajole fence-sitting moderates and liberals to back a bill critics call fundamentally inconsistent. President Bush vows to veto that measure if it includes the pull-out provision. Fifteen British sailors now being held by Iran, which seized their naval vessel and led them off the ship at gunpoint. The sailors are part of a coalition mission authorized by the U.N. Security Council to patrol the disputed waters in the Shat al-Arab waterway between Iran and Iraq and to protect Iraq's oil industry. Fox's Jennifer Griffin at the Pentagon, Great Britain demanding their return. Iran reportedly says the sailors were in Iranian waters. Recovering a missing body proving to be a daunting task in Texas. A college student at Texas A&M admitted to killing and dismembering his girlfriend, but to put the body parts in several different trash bags. But despite not finding a single part of what's left of Tanisha Stewart, authorities will press on. We think it's the right thing to do. Uh, we've been in cooperation with EquiSearch and, and anybody that, that re- required anything of us, of us from, the, from the beginning. And we'll do what we can to cooperate and help facilitate this all the way through. Mike Levenko with Texas Waste Management. It was believed the search of landfills in Houston was not going to happen based on cost. Are police lineups no longer effective in catching crooks? Fox's Steve Brown in Chicago with that story. Researchers say the method is prone to the wrong person being ID. Nancy Stable at Augsburg College helped develop the sequential photo lineup, one picture at a time, no comparisons. Stable says it's more accurate. The Chicago PD argues, saying the old method works best. The Innocence Project has weighed in on this, saying what really matters is the officer administering the lineup not know who the suspect is to prevent intentional or accidental coaching of the witness. Steve Brown, Fox News Radio. You're listening to Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. The jury is in and it's time for my ruling in the matter of LegalZoom.com making it easy and affordable for consumers to create common legal documents like a last will and testament, forming an LLC, registering a trademark and more. Guilty. I'm Andrew Napolitano, the judge. By now I know the facts and the fact is LegalZoom.com is my choice for common legal documents. Just answer some simple questions online and LegalZoom takes care of the rest. LegalZoom.com is not a law firm but was founded by top attorneys so you 
you know the documents are reliable and of the highest quality. LegalZoom.com saves most consumers up to 80% off the cost of going to an attorney. So go to LegalZoom.com today and find out how easy forming an LLC, creating a living trust, or even registering a trademark can be. Receive a special discount off any service by typing in the judge, all one word, in the referral box at checkout. Protect yourself, your family, and your business. Visit LegalZoom.com today. That's LegalZoom.com. KFI is the talk station with the most frequent traffic reports presented by Lexus dealers. Looks like some problems on the 10 in El Monte. Here's Sabina Mora in the KFI Traffic Center. 10 East before Baldwin, stalled truck blocking one of the right lanes back up Rosemead Boulevard. La Mirada, 5 North, a slow drive leaving Valley V to about Pioneer, clears up at the 605. Industry, 60 West, slow from Fairway to Azusa, your alternate the 10. Also, slow and go westbound from Azusa to the 605. South Los Angeles, 110 North, a busy ride from Century to Manchester, still crowded from Vernon to the 10. For traffic 24-7, it's KFIAM640.com. An almost 20-point game for the Dow Jones, and the NASDAQ finished up 4.5 points. I'm Ken Duffy. Fox News Radio. I found our troops 44,000 without body armor. I found our troops with a shortage of uh, jammers. I find our troops now, because of the policy, having to go back to Iraq before they have a year at home. I find our troops now, because of the policy of this White House, having to extend troops that have been there 13 months. That's what hurts the morale of the troops when you send them without training, without the additional training they need, without the equipment they need, and without the resources they need. We're putting the resources. If you vote against this bill, you're voting against the resources they need to go into combat. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. This is the Andres Segovia Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome all to the program where we deal with the issues you should care about. No, you want relationship advice or entertainment news? Tune somewhere else because this is not the place. We deal with news and politics here, the things you ignore almost every single day but affect your everyday lives. Go figure. The bite you just finished hearing was the greatest example of political blackmail that I can come up with. The best illustration ever. Um, I'll get to that story in a bit. We got a lot of stuff for you in the program today, as there always is. There's always so much to talk about and so little time to talk about it. You know, well, time constraints per prohibit me from boring you for 14 hours straight. So I'm going to try to squeeze in as much as I can in this first hour of the program as we roll on our expedition through the world of politics in I'm Your Tour Guide. Yes. Uh, what are I going to store for the program for you? There's like a, a bunch of things I want to talk about, especially this um, this uh, Iraq timetable slash spending bill that the, that the House of Representatives passed on Friday afternoon. I want to touch on that, but uh, it's it's and it, I guess it's touching also on the Iraq War. But the whole the whole idea of it is you know just trying to cover the war on terrorism, just so I could jump into the the next bit that I want to talk about, which is the the presidential race for 2008 you know so like 12 candidates already tipped their bid in and say we're running for president vote for me well i'm going to deal with an issue that two issues in this and in this very hour in fact that they're going to have to face you know always always we we, of course we know that they're going to be facing the uh like abortion and gay rights and so on and so forth but the one issue that's going to stand out on many people's minds regardless of what they think is the war on terrorism but it's also an issue that even many american people go ignoring but i'll get to that later 
in the hour. Right now, I want to cover this this uh, you know this big issue of the of the Democrats trying to do like this political blackmail to the the the, the Senate because what the the bill is going to. So they're going to, have to vote on it. Like Bill Murtha say, you vote against this bill. You vote against res- funding resources for our troops. What well, what is the bill exactly? You know. We're going to cover that. This story is from the AP, uh, dated March 24 at 8 in the morning of all. I guess it was updated then. Anyway, um, this is the story. The House voted Friday for the first time to clamp a cutoff deadline on the Iraq war, agreeing by a thin margin to pull combat troops out by next year and pushing the new Democratic-led Congress ever closer to a showdown with President Bush. The 218 to 212 vote, mostly along party lines, was a hard-fought victory for Democrats who faced divisions within their own ranks on this rancorous issue. Passage marked their most brazen challenge yet to Bush on a war that has killed more than 3,200 troops and lost favor with the American public. Reading that sentence made me cringe. <clears throat> President Bush dismissed their action, their their action being the Democrats, as political theater and said that he would veto the bill if it reached his desk. The Senate is about to take up its own version. The $124 billion House legislation would pay for wars in Iraq and Afghanistan this year, but would require that combat troops come home from Iraq before September 2008 or earlier if the Iraqi government did not meet certain requirements. Democrats say it was time to head the mandate of their election sweep last November, which gave them the control of Congress. Oh, oh, this one's a female voice. <clears throat> the American people have lost faith in the president's conduct of this war, said House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, representative of California. The American people see the reality of the war. The president does not. Just over an hour following the vote, Bush angrily accused Democrats of playing politics and renewed his promise to veto the spending legislation if it included their withdrawal timetable, despite administration claims that the money is needed by next month by troops. These Democrats believe um, that the longer they can delay funding for our troops, the more likely they are to force me to accept restrictions on our commanders, an artificial timetable for withdrawal, and their pet spending projects. This is not going to happen, he said. Congress so far has provided more than $500 billion for the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, including $350 billion for Iraq alone, according to the Congressional Research Service. Across the Capitol, the Senate planned to begin debate Monday on its own war spending bill, which also calls for a troop withdrawal and has also threatened and has also drawn a Bush veto threat. The Senate's $122 billion measure will require that Bush begin bringing home an unspecified number of troops which four months with within four months and a non-binding goal of getting all troops out by March 31st, 2008. These bills offer a responsible strategy, strategy actually, but strategy that reflects what the American people asked for in November, redeploying our troops out of Iraq and focusing our resources to more effectively fight the war on terror, said Senator Majority Leader Harry Reid, Democrat of Nevada. The story goes on, but I just need to address this. This is blackmail. Listen, you want the funds? Also compromise yourself by saying you're going to pull the troops out by this date. These idiots and politicians, and when I say idiots, I'm referring to anyone that pretends to know a hint 
of military strategy that well those that have been in in in, in war granted but those that haven't and think that oh get him out by this by this time how do you what military experience are you backing yourself up with to make that decision and make that call and say pull them out what happens then when Iraq goes to hell in the handbasket we guess we pulled out who would they blame the Republicans but as every day that goes by and more American soldiers get killed or wounded on the battlefield they blame the Republicans because we started this immoral war you know the perspective that the, that the media has and the Democrats have placed on the Iraq war is this false pretense that we're dealing with another Iraq. Oh, we're in a quagmire. We're stuck in there. We can't get out. The Democrats, uh, the Democrats, the Iraqs, the Iraqis are living in total chaos because we hear bombs going off in one city almost uh, well, every week and somehow that's, uh, that is known as complete chaos. Why is it that when there's good news in Iraq, we don't hear about it? Why is there only bad news? Is it, does it have to do with the big media players being in bed with the Democratic Party and only, only passing uh, news that would push their party's agenda or does it have to do with the mere fact that they're just looking to defeat President Bush any single way they can regardless of whose lives get damaged and by damage I also mean loss of life and that's the, the, the ones that ultimately suffer in all this action are the troops doesn't matter what these Democrats are saying like, oh we support our troops support our troops but we won't pay for them to continue fighting this war we want them to come home support our troops they're troops for a reason when you hear about these troops that, uh, 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 like, Stephen Funk, that was his name, uh, uh, three days before going into, into Iraq back in 2003, March 2003, where he said, I signed up for the military, but I didn't know I was going to go to war. What the heck is the military for? To prepare you to kill people. Defending our country. Now, just this whole notion that, um, that Americans' lives are being wasted is ridiculous. I want to read to you some statistics of the previous wars that America has fought. Like the Revolutionary War, that one lasted about 8 years. Total deaths amounts to over 4,400,000. The War of 1812, which lasted 3 years, 2,260 lives were lost. The Mexican War, which lasted 2 years, 13,283. Civil War, just the Union side alone, lost 360,000 troops. And more. World War II, 405,000 troops lost in those wars. Now everybody's going to play, the Iraq War is going on for so long. It's the longest war America's ever fought. 3,200 troops have been lost in all this time compared to the other wars that we have fought. That is incredibly, incredibly low. But because of the new technology they, to this day and age that has provided us avenues in which to... Um, um, keep up to date with news it always seems grim but what angers me the most is that the good news in Iraq is not being spread and it's only done when the troops come home and they're the ones telling their families about all the good things they've seen and all the good things they've been doing over there contrary to what the media is saying but the media doesn't cover that damn Fox News because they actually do mention the good news that happens in Iraq but it must be a lie because Fox News that's saying it that awful neocon extreme right wing mouthpiece there's this story in the LA Times that is kind of buried 
uh, it's titled Holly Holiday Brings Life Back to Park. In Baghdad, picnic sites and a train for children help residents celebrate New Year's and put aside the war for a day. This is from a story titled uh, dated March twenty second, two thousand seven. Look at the uh, look at the pictures uh, online. You can go to www.latimes.com, uh, go to Nation World, and click on on the World News section, and you'll find a story about. A carnival in Baghdad. But wait a minute. I thought it was in disarray. That uh, that civilians were being killed left and right. American soldiers being dragged across the street. Blown up to, into bits. All these car bombs going off here and there. Which I know there's still some attacks there. But these people are still living about their lives. And they're having fun at a carnival. Kids smiling. You know the whole nine yards. I don't think there's clowns there. But whatever. They're having their fun. Why wasn't this. Why hasn't this made national news? But when a car bomb goes out that kills no one, and they say, "Oh yeah, that one's a big deal." Oh my goodness, I just I just can't get enough of this. It, it feds me up. I'm coming up on a hard break here, but I went kind of long in this segment. Um, when we come back, I'm going to continue this uh, covering the story and dealing more with the war on terrorism. Um, this is the Justin Gover Show on KFI AM six forty. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm a Mac, and I'm a PC. What are you reading? Just the Wall Street Journal. It's not... Oh, no, no, no. A PC? You know what? Oh, it's a review of you. D- d- don't read it. Oh, it's, it's from Walt a... Mossberg, one of the most respected technology experts on the planet. Apparently, you're the finest desktop PC on the market at any price. Very nice. Just one man's opinion. I actually got a great review this morning, too. Oh, And they said I was awesome. Good for you. And so we're the same. Yeah, what, the same. what was that in? The um, awesome, awesome computer review weekly journal. Okay, Johnson, the next five minutes will turn if your life up to this point was worth it. No more drills, Johnson. This is the real thing. Sir? There are approximately 2,000 people up in that building, and if the bomb goes up, well, you might as well consider yourself a mass murderer. Am I coming in clear? Sir? Damn right, Johnson. You're the bomb squad commander, and you're gonna hand enter that building and stop the chain. Sir? Johnson? Are you... Are you snacking? No, it's a power bar. Are you, or are you not, having a nice little snack three minutes before the Rock I2B dismembers every single sir, person in this building? I'm, uh, sir, I'm finished. With what? Your your power bar? Uh, uh no, with the uh, bomb thingy. I did it while the guys went on lunch. Need some energy? No time for lunch? Grab a power bar. It has the maximum blend of carbohydrates and protein to keep you satiated and focused, no matter what you're doing. Power bar. Be great. It was the green cord, right? How's she getting on, me, son? She was born and bred back home, eh? She called the Nissan X-Trail Bonavista. Take a gander at that handroom, buddy. If that don't put a gus in your spinnaker, I don't know what would. And look at the wheels on her. Got enough alloy in there to fill a bucket. You got the climb control on the inside in case you got the mother along with you. If you got a hot and you got a washer on, you got the washable floorboard in the back. Like me mother always said, she said, you got a single line, you can add two hooks. I'll take it. Get your Nissan X-Trail Bonavista edition with $1,000 added value. Just $29,998 at Nissan's bottom line sales event. Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. And I'm Cal Naughton Jr. We form an alliance on the racetrack to win races. But today we're forming an alliance to talk to you about a very serious, important issue. Packs of stray wild dogs that control most of the cities in North America. Remember, stray dogs are not your friend. However, if you see one, walk right up to it and lay down. If it starts to sniff you, that's a good sign. If it begins to bite, you're in trouble, friend. Grab a pole. 
With the avenues open to the consumer today, thanks to the ever-changing technology, you're probably listening to my show on your iPod or car stereo or your home computer. If you're not using both speakers to listen to my voice, odds are that you're not getting the full effect of my program. Friends, Bose is the most respected name brand in sound. Many car makers offer Bose in their vehicles for a good reason. Its rich sound is the closest duplication to real life as it gets. Why haven't you bought a Bose system yet? Both stores are located throughout the Southland. For the store nearest you, call 1-800-WWW-BOSE. For those of you literate with touchpads, that's 1-800-999-2673. That's 1-800-999-2673. And when you buy your Bose product, mainly the, the Bose Wave Radio, say uh, please mention that I, Andres Segovia, sent you. And when your product arrives, pump up the volume door my show. You'll feel the difference. Is life getting to you? You just have to honor the correct price. You got that? I can't do this many leaves for 10 bucks. On March 2nd, four friends. We need to get away. Road trip? <laughs> 2,000 miles. Now, what do we have here? You wearing pants? No. How wild. What did you do? I blew up their bar. Oh. Can it get? I wanted to say something funny, but all I could think of was black jokes. Please do tell. Wild Hogs. Wait PG-13. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. Oh, hey, iPod, nice. Yeah, it's just a little something to hold my slow jams. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, and it works so seamlessly with iTunes. You should check out iMovie, iPhoto, iWeb, because they all work like iTunes. You know, oh. iLife. Comes on every Mac. iLife. Well, I, I have some very cool apps that are bundled with, with me. Well, like, what do you, what do you got? Calculator. That's yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Clock. Clock. Sounds like, sounds yeah. like hours of fun. Yeah. Or at least minutes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know it's cute. You're so cynical. Oh, we're back on the air. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to the Injustice Gilbert Show podcast. This is KFI AM640, more stimulating talk radio. I am your host, Andrew Segovia, and I was just having a conversation with my one of my producers, also the programmer of the program, um, Roy Chester. We're looking at this uh, this this story on on Reuters about nut, and it's spelled K N U T. It's it's a it's a little polar bear cub. It's, it's this cute creature out in Berlin. Um, now that I'm bringing this up, might as well just read to you a bit of the story. Uh, Germany's youngest celebrity, Nuts the Polar Bear Cub, made his much-anticipated public debut at Berlin Zoo on Friday and appeared unfazed by the media scrum surrounding its first excursion. The three-and-a-half-month-old white cub padded gen gingerly around his new enclosure to the grasp and size of onlookers. Fortified by a breakfast of porridge, the puppy-sized cub sniffed the grass and rolled in the dust before delighting the crowds by splashing in a pond. Cute little, cute little nut. Um, the the story behind this polar bear and why it's a big deal is because, um, it's when it was born in December, it was rejected by his mother. Poor thing. <clears throat> this this continued from the story, but nut's fate grabbed global attention after an animal rights campaigner said hand. Um, hand-rearing polar bears was a violation of human rights. German media in interpreted his comments as a call for not to be put to sleep, i.e. kill the damn thing. That's pretty much what animal rights activists were saying because it's better to kill the, to, to kill the polar bear rather than 
it to be raised by humans because it's a violation of its rights. I have no idea what that means, honestly, but it's 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 ridiculous. And what and what uh, Roy and I were discussing was um. <laughs> You know, everybody finds this uh, this creature so cute, but in reality, the polar bear, the Arctic polar bear, is the only animal mammal in the world that's not afraid of man. In other words, it actually hunts man to eat it. And right there, everybody's delighting on how cute it looks. And uh, <laughs> Roy's making this comment. Um, why is it that gummy bears, you know, like they're fun snack and they're they're in the shape of bears and and a teddy bear is like the cutest little stuffed toy you could give to a kid but in reality they're modeled after one of the most vicious and most violent creatures on the face of the earth <laughs> uh, I almost agree with that too okay moving along from that story still you gotta look at the pictures go to go to Drudge www.drudgereport.com he has he has a link to these um, to these stories and the pictures it's so cute Oh, it's uh, wrapped in a towel so adorable Terrible. I happen to like polar bears. Polar bears a lot. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> anyway, we are covering the Iraq spending bill slash timetable. Or timetable slash... Uh, no, no, I was right. Spending bill slash timetable because it is blackmail. So you, you want the funds for the troops, you're going to get the troops out of there with the money. <clears throat> Democrats have this strategy of cut and run. That's a coward's way out, because we're not losing the war in Iraq, but but contrary to what the media is saying, we are losing this war in Iraq. See, that's, that's where this notion com- is, comes, uh, it angers me. You know, it, it just angers me. We're the most powerful military might on the face of the world. We could take on the whole world. We have, we have the greatest nuclear arsenal we could wipe. We could send the entire world to nuclear winter, but we don't do that, because yeah, as crazy as you think Bush is, he's not that crazy. He's not going to do that. I'm sorry you don't believe that, Democrats, but whatever. <clears throat> the deal with Iraq is that we are winning the war. Saddam is out. We haven't been struck. And, and we, there hasn't... Okay, let me rephrase that. There hasn't been an Ameri- uh, an, an, a, terrorist, a terrorist attack on American soil since September 11th. So to deem this, this war a failure, knowing that the casualty rates are the, the lowest of any other war, and now we're calling this the longest war ever fought. <clears throat> sure, there's been mistakes that have been done on this war, and my biggest gripes are with the mere fact that uh, we uh, the 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 minds that orchestrated the war overestimated the reaction of of the American uh, the Iraqi people and the the insurgency that would arise I mean they were aware of that but they didn't see that it was going to go to this extent <clears throat> anyway the, the main ideal is that we have to continue fighting this war this war on terrorism is the biggest and greatest issue of our time. And quite honestly, in my opinion, the greatest issue in American history. Because never have we fought an enemy that is so cowardly that they can't show their faces to fight us. But they have the heart and they have the courage to sacrifice themselves to wipe us out. The American one, not just American troops, but America altogether. This war will not end if we pull out from Iraq. It just sh- it just gives the enemy, uh, emboldens the enemy because it will be a sign of weakness from our part. Just like when we left Vietnam, just like when Bill Clinton pulled the troops out of Mogadishu, in Somalia. No, Osama bin Laden just laughed when he saw that because we honestly looked like cowards. 
We cannot back out of Iraq right now. The president asked for patience. Honestly, I'm one of the most impatient people you ever meet. But it's true. We do need patience in this. This war on terrorism will not be finished under this president or the next president. Because there's a, they're cold-hearted, evil, evil factions out there that want to wipe us out. Because of our way of life. It's not Bush's foreign policy. Islamo, Islamo terrorists attacked uh, mili uh, military barracks in Beirut in the 1980s. The World Trade Center was hit in 1993. Two uh, uh, U.S. embassies were hit, struck in Africa um, in the late 1990s. The U.S.'s coal was hit. Bush was nowhere around and his foreign policy probably didn't even exist in his mind. Okay? This has gone for far too long. Now Bush steps in and does something about the threat that exists that many people refuse to accept because if you accept that there are terrorists that want to wipe us out you have to support Bush because Bush is doing something about the threat and that's what the other side would not want to face they would not want to support this Hitler in the White House they can rest assured that next year Bush will be leaving office and he cannot run for re-election again <clears throat> but still he's been the right man for the right job at the right time in history because what would happen had we done nothing about it? September 11th, that is. The conspiracy theories won't be fluttering around. No one was saying we went to war in Iraq for oil and this and that. No. No, we got to keep fighting this fight. We got to continue supporting our brave men and women in uniform out there. God bless each and every one of them. My, some of my friends are out there too. So I, I feel it. And they have my backing. And even they tell me they hate reading and hearing the news here in America. It's up to people like me to tell you the truth about what's going on over there. And it's not all bad news that the media portrays it. I'm coming on a hard break here. When we come back, we're going to deal with the presidential candidates. This is KFI AM640. More stimulating talk radio and, and the interest to go over the show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is an NBC News update. I'm Jennifer London. Here's what's making headlines at this hour. President Bush says there's no chance for a troop deadline. Fallout from the death of Pat Tillman and going once, twice, sold. Anna Nicole's diaries. But first, in Washington, President Bush is promising to veto a war spending bill passed by the House Friday because that bill calls for U.S. troops to be pulled out of Iraq by September of next year. The president says the troop deadline has no chance, as he puts it, of becoming law. There's news about the investigation into the death of Army Ranger and ex-NFL star Pat Tillman. NBC News has confirmed that the Pentagon will cite nine officers, including four generals, for knowing Tillman was killed by friendly fire, but failing to tell his family in a timely manner. There was high drama on the high seas Friday when Iran captured 15 British sailors and Marines at gunpoint in the Persian Gulf off of Iraq. The British forces were doing a routine inspection of a cargo ship when six Iranian gunboats closed in on them. The British government has demanded those service members back. It was one week ago that we first reported that several cats and dogs had suffered kidney failure and in some cases died after eating ordinary pet food. Now we know why there was rat poison in that pet food. How that poison made its way into the food remains a mystery. And finally, Anna Nicole Smith's private thoughts written in two diaries have been sold for more than $500,000. A German businessman has reportedly bought the diaries, which he plans to sell to the media.
media. That's the latest from NBC News. You can catch more on today, anytime on MSNBC, and also right here. I'm Jennifer London, NBC News, Los Angeles. Fire Safety Week is upon us. Here's some helpful tips you might want to listen to. Wrapping your kids in newspaper at bedtime seems like a good idea, but guess what? That junk's flammable. What's better than taking a nap? Taking a nap while smoking a cigarette. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Do you know that over 1.2 million people died from smoking in bed? That's a fact. Fire safety begins in your brain at home. Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blacks. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCU. Sounds like Democrats have bamboozled blacks. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrat. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> Hello, I'm a Mac. And I am no one. Okay, PC, what do you Listen, friend, it's not very safe for me right now, you understand? There's a lot of spyware out there. Sneaks into your system, follows you wherever you may go. In uh, fact, take these. No, no. They'll keep you safe. PC, honestly, I don't need them. Really, I'm good. I run Mac OS X, so I don't have to worry about your spyware and viruses. You, you take them. Yeah, you're right. I probably should have a backup anyway. Yeah. You never saw me. Never saw who? Me, PC. Oh! KFI AM 640 more stimulating talk radio this is the Andres Agovia show thank you for still joining us after the, after the break <clears throat> in this uh, second half of the first hour I will be be covering this uh, this other issue that's really been catching media attention like crazy uh, mainly because if abortion cannot be banned might as well take some steps to convince women who are pregnant that maybe they should reconsider having an abortion. Yes, and that's an issue that the candidates that I will go over soon will have to deal with as well. Um, but before I get to that, no, I, I know Chris, uh, the um, the call screener hasn't really been getting a lot to do. It's as if he wants to really take some phone calls. Dude, you're listening to me. I mean, what more do you need? You're not being distracted. You could pay attention to me. But, you know, he's getting paid to do a job, so he wants to take some calls. I'll give the number a little later, and I won't be able to get to your phone calls this hour, so I'll take them next hour. Um, I should give him the number anyway. 
Okay, fine. It's a uh, 1-800-5201-KFI. There, you feel better? <laughs> to be part of the program, 1-800-5201-KFI. If you're, again, illiterate with telephone pads, I have 1-800-5201-534. Uh, Chris will answer your calls and filter them off to me, and then I will sell- discriminate as to who I will choose to take first. But I'm not going to get to those calls yet since you're about to start calling. However, I did get an interesting email. Yes, hate mail is something I received too. You know, you can't please everyone. And it's hard to please those on the left too. So this email is from Travis in Fullerton, California. He writes, You're a typical right-wing nut. You You fail to realize the war on terrorism is a myth. The war in Iraq is a complete failure. How many civilians have been killed? How many more will die because of Bush's shoot-first-ask-questions-later attitude? We have to get out of there now before more people die for nothing. Travis, you misspelled there. That's You wrote T-H-E-I-R. It's T-H-E-R-E. <clears throat> anyway, he brings up an interesting point. Civilian casualties in Iraq, according to a UN study, uh, like a report, it's... Civilian casualties in Iraq should amount to about 60,000 sometime before the conflict is over. Has anyone ever heard of a bloodless war? I haven't. And when they say how many civilians have been killed, who's been killing them? Has it been Americans? No, it's been insurgents, haven't they? And they've been killing each other too, as in Iraqis and uh, divided along religious lines. Um... I address most of your issues, Travis, in the first part. I will not spend any more time trying to convince you otherwise. And I know it doesn't matter what I say. I won't tell you what you want to hear. So, you're wrong. And let me leave you with this. How many civilian casualties are acceptable for you in order for this war to be just? You think about that. Moving on, I want to read to you this story from CBS News. It's this from South Carolina. It's a story t- dated March 22nd. A story titled, South Carolina Abortion Bill Requiring Ultrasound Advances. This is an interesting part of the abortion debate. The story reads... With calls of emotional blackmail from opponents, a measure requiring women seeking abortions to review first ult- and to review first review ultrasound images of their fetuses advanced Wednesday in a South Carolina legislature. The legislation, supported by Republican Governor Mark Sanford, passed 9123 after lawmakers defeated amendments exempting rape or incest. The House must approve the bill again in a routine vote before it goes to the Senate, where its sponsors expect it to pass with those exemptions. Some states make ultrasound images available to women before an abortion, but South Carolina will be alone in requiring women to view the pictures. Critics consider the proposal a tool to intimidate women who already made an agonizing decision. You love them in the womb, but once they get here, it's a different story, said Representative Gilda Cobb Hunter, a Democrat and a social worker. You're sitting here passing judgment. Who gave you the right? Proponents hope women will change their minds after seeing an ultrasound. Representative Alan Clemens, choking back tears as he talked about his two adopted children, recalled a prayer given by his 11-year-old daughter. She thanked her God, her father in heaven, for her birth mother. Loving her enough to give her life Said Clemens, a Republican I thank my God For those young mothers who choose to give them life 
The state's three abortion clinics already perform ultrasounds paid for by women seeking the procedure to determine the fetus's age. The state's, inf- the state's informed consent law passed in 1994 requires abortion doctors to tell women at least an hour before the operation the likely age of their fetus and give them information about fetal development and alternatives to abortion. No, you can't have that this day and age. You can't have women be forced to see what's in their stomach. It's because you don't understand, pro-lifers. That thing inside their stomach is not a baby. And it's not a human being until it's outside the womb. Because until the third trimester, you have to be allowed to slice that baby into many pieces so you could terminate the pregnancy. You know, it's an uproar. And I this this pathetic uh, uh, representative, Gilda Cobb-Hunter, who says, if you have them in the womb, but once they get here, it's a different story. What she's referring to, for those who don't really understand what she's talking about, is that Republicans and, uh, and, uh, and other pro-lifers are really well, – they're really conservative. So they're the ones that sometimes uh, are not in favor of more education funding you know, for the schools and all these things and universal health care. And that's what – they're trying to get at. They're trying to call the pro-lifers hypocrites by saying that, oh, you like, <clears throat> well, I, I, want, I want to phrase this correctly. You want the baby to be born, but once it's born, you don't want to take care of it. Why don't you want to take care of it? Because you don't support uh, funding for their education, because you don't support money uh, and funding for their health care. Excuse me, Gilda Cobb Hunter, representative. You are the hypocrite. You're the one who's inconsistent. You and those like you are the ones that support the murder of that unborn child. And once that child is here, like the ones that are around, I mean, uh, you say, pass education spending. For what? So the kids can continue to learn more about your sex, or their sexual orientations, that they're acceptable, that marriage can be okay, doesn't have to be man and a woman. You, you give them condoms at the age of five, teach them about you know the female body and the male appendages and all these things during kindergarten, so they can read everything that's immoral under God's eyes. That's what you support funding? What is What has happened to all the billions of dollars that continues to be poured into the education budget? We have not seen any fruits. No parent has seen any fruits of all that money that has been spent on education. No. We have seniors graduating from high school that can't even read at the 8th grade level. It's ridiculous. What the heck are you doing with all that money? That's why... Those people do not conservatives like me do not support the increase in in spending because they're being pocketed by pathetic teachers unions. And what about healthcare? You go about it the entirely entirely wrong way. I could build an whole entire argument and spend the rest of the program on it, which I won't. But healthcare is also another big deal because you don't know how to properly fund it. You call it funding by taxing the rich. But when you tax the rich, when you look at the bracket of who is supposedly rich, you're taxing the middle class people. And even so, it will not work. So the ones being inconsistent here and the ones that have no and the ones that shouldn't have the right to judge are people like you, Cobb Hunter. Democrats always try to show you that what's hard to tell you that you're wrong when in fact that they're the ones that are wrong. 
no, okay, not not all Democrats are wrong. Liberals, there, there. I clarified that. Don't be offended, all Democrats. Zellmetter, Joe Lieberman. I like you both, so I wasn't referring to both of you. <clears throat> anyway, before the commercial break here, I have another minute or so. I want to introduce some of the candidates. Who is elect is thinking? About running and who is running? We have some Republicans. Amongst the Republicans' uh, nominations, or the, uh, the the ballot to be, is John McCain, senator from Arizona. Then former Massachusetts governor Mitt Romney, strong Mormon. I think he's a good man. Um, who else do we have here? A moderate to, to liberal Republican named Ron Powell. Interesting man. Uh, then we have America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Then for the Democrat ticket, we have we have Barack Obama, uh, senator of Illinois, I believe, or Iowa, one of those two. We have Hillary Clinton, senator of New York, Governor Richardson from New Mexico, uh, Dennis Kucinich, I believe, still a senator. Then we have uh, Representative Joe Biden, unless he's a senator also, I forget. And, of course, Senator John Edwards, the pretty boy in this entire uh, election run. There's a couple of others that I haven't really tossed in the, the things. Um, that's uh, Hunter and what's the other guy's name? What is the only one left? Okay, um, Senator Dodd. Um, I will get some of the bites when we come back from the break, but right now we have to take the station break to pay some bills. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Andressa Gova show here on KFI AM640. More stimulating talk radio. Every place that Mitt has gone, he has solved problems that people said were nearly impossible. Mitt Romney, business legend, rescued the Olympics, the Republican governor who turned around a Democratic state. I believe the American people are overtaxed and the government is overfed. I believe we're spending too much money and that's got to stop. I believe our laws ought to be written by the people and not by unelected judges. Look, these are critical times we face. We face attack from jihadists. We face tougher competition than we've ever known before coming from Asia. We're spending too much money here. We're using too much oil here. Our schools are failing too many of our kids. This is not a time for more talk and dithering in Washington. It's a time for action. I believe in the people of America. Free American people are the source of this land's great strength. I'm Mitt Romney. I'm running for president, and I approve this message. In the year 2037, dogs will wear glasses. Because his insurance won't pay for contacts. Frogs will swing. Ding, ding, ding. And double half-calf no-foam non-fat mocha lattes will be a thing of the past. I got the caffeine patch. You can stay awake for days with no side effects. Sorry. On March 30th, get ready for the future as only Disney can imagine it. Why aren't you seizing the boy? <laughs> Meet the Robinsons in theaters March 30th. Do we participate in a politics of cynicism or do we participate in a politics of hope? We believe in making sure that everybody should have the opportunity to get a job that pays a living wage. That's something we believe in. We believe that nobody should be bankrupt when they get sick and that everybody should have access to decent health care. That's something we believe. We believe that schools should be adequately funded and every child should be able to learn and they should be able to go to college even if they don't have a lot of money. We believe that. 
We believe in a foreign policy that's based not just on military might, but also the quality of our moral character as a nation. That's something we believe. We believe every senior citizen should be able to retire with dignity and respect. We have a right to swing with our backs, and that as we stand on the crossroads of history, we can make the right choices and meet the challenges that face us. We have a Barack Obama ad on my program? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, don't you hate it when you're in the shower and a person that showered before you used up all the hot water? Well, you can solve your problems by getting a Renai tankless water heater. You already pay too much for your heating bill, of which much goes to warming up the water in your water heater. So, you're not using your hot water 24-7. Why are you throwing money away? Might as well give it away. With the Renai tankless water heater, you get hot water when you want it. The system heats water only when you need it. That saves you money on your heating bill. What's more, the system is so compact, it can be mounted on the wall, giving you room for other things. So what's the downside to this system? The downside is that you do not have one. For more product information and for the stories nearest, for the stories nearest you, please go to www.foreverhotwater.com. That's www.foreverhotwater.com. Buy this product today. Take it from me, your trusted host. Hello, I'm a Mac. Hello, I'm a PC. We have a lot in common these days. Uh, we, we both, both run a Microsoft, Microsoft office. office. We share files. It's great. We just get along. PC. Yep. Okay. <sighs> Hi, I'm a PC. Okay, we're past that. We move beyond that. Yeah, I had to restart there. You, you know how it is. No, actually, I don't. Oh, what? Max, don't have to. Had him and we lost him. I'm gonna go get IT. Keep an eye on him. As a as a as a possible uh, candidate, and by the way, quite a few people are announcing, and some have announced and already dropped out. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, are are you thinking seriously of running? Are you running? Or are you going to announce that you're the running? Last, the last time we were on this program, I, I'm sure you remember everything very clearly yes. that we say. But you asked me if I would come back on this show right. if I was going to announce. Yes. I am announcing that I will be a candidate for president of the United States. Oh. Yeah. KFI AM640, more stimulating talk radio, the Andrew Segovia show. We are back, and that was John McCain on Letterman. What was that, like a month, a month and a half ago, when he announced his candidacy for presidency? Well, he wasn't the only one. <clears throat> I'm sure that was the biggest deal, because he's on the Republican ticket. He, along with uh, um, Rudy Giuliani, are going to be like the, the biggest competitors right now. I think most of the polls are weighed in favor of Rudy Giuliani. However, a recent poll taken for Republicans, it's like, uh, is, is there enough choices or do you want more? Well, overwhelmingly, Republicans said we need more choices. Reason being, McCain and Rudy are are uh, fiscal conservative, but socially, they are moderates. So, like, uh, they're in favor of, you know, it's some, some late-term abortions, like maybe that's Rudy, uh, more in the gay rights agenda, and this, you know, and that infringes on me. I know they're they're both strong on this whole war on war on terrorism, but I cannot support any of those two when it comes to dealing with <clears throat> with uh, their approaches on social issues that matter to me as a conservative. That's why I'm more in favor of Mitt Romney so far. And there there is a lot of talk about Newt Gingrich jumping into the race, but if he jumps into the race, it's going to be chaos with the. 
whatever scandals he went through when he during the during the Bush uh, Clinton presidency. <clears throat> but anyway, I have a couple of sound bites here from the liberal side. That's Barack Obama and Hillary. This is what they say about Iraq and the Iraq War. Well, you know what? Uh, I, we played some Barack already, so I'll just stick with Hillary's take. Hillary. Uh, made this in one of the she's on YouTube now you know talking to the public directly through her free uh, webcasts or whatever and she made uh, this comment about uh, the war in Iraq I already differ with her on everything socially under the sun so it just makes me cringe even more when she has to say something that sounds smart but it's incredibly stupid here's what she said about the Iraq war this bill is a roadmap out of Iraq I hope the president takes this road if he does He should be able to end the war before he leaves office. But let's not kid ourselves. From everything we've seen, this president is going down a very different path. He's fighting to escalate the war, not end it. But let me be clear. If George Bush doesn't end this war before he leaves office, when I'm president, I will. That means cut and run. It means drop whatever you're doing and just run the hell out of Iraq. You know... Hillary, you, you you hear the whole bite, which unfortunately I don't have all the time to play uh, to play for you. It almost sounds like it makes sense, but that's exactly what Bush is trying to do. But the liberals are just not trying to work with him on this because if Bush gets gets it done the way he wants it done, credit goes to him. They don't want to credit this guy for anything. Bush can't do anything right, no matter how angry he's made conservatives with all his liberal leaning expenditures they've been doing socially. It's ridiculous. It's just, just ridiculous. Barack Obama, on the other hand, is the one saying, I got a plan to make sure our troops come home soon and safe by March 2008. He doesn't say how. And he only has one Senate term of experience that he's still in. And somehow we're supposed to take him for his word. These politicians... Mainly Hillary and 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 Obama, even John Edwards, they're just saying what sounds good, but they have no idea how they're going to accomplish this. Maybe Hillary more than the other one because she has more political experience. But honestly, it's a bunch of fooey. It just truly, truly is. Uh, tell the people what they want to hear. You get elected, then you get, you're able to do whatever you want. Especially now with the Democratic majority in the Senate and the House, it's going to be even easier for them to pass whatever they want. We have to, we need stronger conservatives. We need more people like Mitt Romney. Even though we might differ religiously, he has his his heart and mind in the right place, and so he's a person that I would I would vote for. My goodness, commercials already. Okay, look, um, got to close here. When we come back, we just have enough time to go to to uh, through Russia's morning update. So we're gonna play that when we come back. This is the Andrew Segovia show on KFI AM six forty. More stimulating talk radio. I'm Ricky Bobby. People used to call me Big Red, but I told them stop it, because there's only one Big Red, America's number one cinnamon gum. What? What'd you say? That's what I thought. Are you a serious investor, a realtor, or an investment banker? If you are and you're involved in real estate, and you're involved in real estate, you're probably feeling the effects of the market downturn. Foreclosures are on the rise. Still, you need to sell your homes to get them out of your hair. Well, I know just a company that can handle all your REO needs. JAS Construction Incorporated is a trusted company serving the Los Angeles, Orion, and Riverside counties. They've been around since the early 1990s and are renowned by city inspectors for their quality work. Efficient and reliable, JAS Construction Incorporated can serve your REO needs and other home repair needs. The company is a licensed contractor company capable of handling general rehabilitation needs and new construction as well. How do, how do I know you can trust them? 
they don't work for me on several properties in the past. Give them a call seven one four nine five six nine three two seven. Tell them Andres Govia sent you that number once again one eight hundred nine five six nine three two seven. Now you can visit them on the web www.jasconstruction.biz. My message to the men and women who are serving both overseas and in the United States: You're the very best of us. We appreciate beyond words how much uh, your service and sacrifices meant to us. The American people support you. I want you to be able to carry out your mission. I do not want it curtailed by actions of Congress. I want you to have the best equipment and the best chance to succeed that you possibly can. I believe that we can succeed. I believe that things are going to get tougher in Afghanistan before they get better. The Taliban is getting uh, a degree of resurgence, which is very disturbing. But we also know that if we don't take care of the Taliban and Al Qaeda in Afghanistan and now in Iraq. We'll be taking care of them in other places. I not only am pleased to see that the American people support the men and women in the military, unlike the Vietnam War, but I also strongly urge men and women to serve in the military as well as support those in the military. Hello, I'm a Mac, and I'm a PC. Action! Zintite, you okay? No, I'm not okay. I have that virus that's going around. Oh yeah. <laughs> you better, you better stay back. This one's a doozy. That's okay. I'll be fine. No, no, do not be a hero. Last year there are 114,000 known viruses for PCs. PCs, not Macs. So you just grab this. Hey, I think I got a crash. Hey, if you feel like that'll help. Where does the time go? One hour almost already in the can. Well, next hour I'll pick taking some of your calls and dealing with some more issues that these candidates will have to face. But until then, here, like I promised, is Russia's morning update. So take it away, Rush. The name Walid bin Atash mean anything to you? You ever seen an in-depth profile on the drive-by evening news of this man? Well, if not, let me give you a thumbnail, because you haven't, so let me give you a thumbnail. According to American intelligence, young Walid comes from a family of prominent terrorists. His father, Mohammed, was close to Osama bin Laden. His younger brother, Hassan, is a guest at Club Gitmo, having arrived at the tender age of 17. Several other brothers attended al-Qaeda training camps in Afghanistan. Now, Walid is still young, still only in his late 20s, but he has an infamous past. And last week, Walid bin Atash admitted that he helped plan the 1998 embassy bombings in Kenya and Tanzania, which killed over 200 people. He also admitted his role in organizing the 2000 attack on the USS Cole, which killed 17 members of our military. Walid, we learned, was a bin Laden choice for the 9-11 attacks. He couldn't get into the U.S. in time. Now, until last fall, Walid was held by the CIA in a secret prison. Now he's down at Club Gitmo, one of 14 high-value terrorists facing military justice. Yet what little press there is about Walid is full of sympathy. Liberal legal and media experts bemoan the closed tribunals. They wring their hands over his confession. Was it coerced? Was he tortured or abused? These are the same liberals who complained about the secret prisons and Club Gitmo, who take issue with everything America does to win the war. To them... Walid bin Atash, prominent terrorist, is just another Islamo-fascist victim. Thank you for that, Rush. Wow, 
this hour is already gone. Well, I guess I have to save whatever I have to save for the next couple of hours. So I'll take some of your calls when we come back. For those of you who want to call in and weigh in on your issues with your two cents, believing you that you have two cents. Uh, that's 1-800-5201-KFI. That's 1-800-5201-534. we come back, we'll be dealing on on this whole issue with the British and, t- and Iran with the truth being held. But until then, I'll save it for that. Okay, this, this is the Andrew Segovia show on KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk radio. Now it's time for the news of Terry Ray Elmer here at the top of the hour. <laughs> 